Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo, the most primitive podcast in America. Uh, wow. Uh, I have about 20 minutes uh, here. It's December 28th. That's right. I waited all the way to December 28th. It's horrible. I'm a bad person. It's been a busy Christmas season, but I'm not going to talk about it right now because what I'm going to use this hopefully 20-minute segment to try to finally finish the final five weeks of Jeopardy on the calendar. Uh, Some of these you may have already known already because you may have even seen them on TV, but we will uh, try to do this as fast as possible. And I thank you for listening to uh, this entire Jeopardy calendar. My uh, my wife asked me, oh, you want me to get you the calendar for next year? And I'm like, "Mm, not really. Uh, You know, I know it gave us something all to do, but uh, still, uh, I'm hoping to to try to do something a little better with this or, 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 or try to open a YouTube channel or or whatever. Uh, sometimes there are times like, especially like this, and I've smoked a little bit where I sound better than I look. <laughs> so uh, maybe sometimes there are times that I just have a face made for radio, and that's what I'll keep it at. Um, so, folks, uh, if you don't mind, we'll get right to it. And uh, we again thank you for uh, for listening in. And we're going to start with Sunday, November nineteenth, which was a uh, final Jeopardy answer which I had bet $5,000 on, and um, I bet $5,000 here, and this is the tomorrow's Final Jeopardy category is for, for Eternity. All right, now for Eternity, Sunday, November 19th, the answer is, in November 1963, an army engineer rigged a luau lamp with a propane line to make this for President Kennedy's grave. And of course, uh, I would figure that it has to be the eternal flame. Okay, so um, I'm hoping this is correct. Uh, I can't think of anything. I think that's what the, these people have also for, I think that's what they call it though, the eternal flame. So, and it, it should fit with the, uh, with the uh, thing here. What is an eternal flame? I, see, I call it the eternal flame. So I was correct with that. I'm just going to put eternal FL and put my winnings in, which now have jumped up to 53,000 even. Oh, 53,400. Okay, 53,400 is what I have. And uh, now let's go to our regular uh, stuff here, November 20th, Monday. And uh, Single Jeopardy Art and Artists for 200. The answer is, this popular name for Rembrandt's 19, oh, what, 19, 1642 portrait of a militia group is a result of its old darkened varnish now cleaned off. Popular name for this, of a militia group. Nope. Sorry, got it. Got to take the hit on that one. Where am I? 53-2. I have no idea, and I probably know the damn name of the thing. You guys know what this is? Popular name for of a militia group, 1642 portrait. What is the Night Watch? <laughs> yeah, that, okay. That, that makes absolute sense. So I had a question mark. I did not know. Art and artist. This is kind of a weak category for me. That's what I don't like. Um... Art and artist for 600. Answer, the pensive pose of the figure in a Rodin sculpture originally called the poet earned it this name, the thinker. See, imagine that, that that was uh, 
originally called a poet. I hope that uh, we're right with this one. Uh, you see, it's hard for me to be flipping these pages. I know we got to go time. What is uh, the think or it's, it's French name, except for Le Pensieur. Le Pensieur. So we are up to 53. Eight. Uh, art and artist for a thousand. Uh oh, boy. This work by Leonardo da Vinci was commissioned for the dining hall of a monastery, Santa Maria delle Grazie, in Milan. This work was commissioned. I don't remember if he did sculptures and stuff. So I can't. Uh, if it's the Pieta, I'd be I'd be very angry if I, it was the Pieta, and, and I'm I'm thinking, but I'm not gonna answer it. So I'm gonna take the hit on that at fifty-two eight. Ah, oh, the Last Supper. <laughs> Oh, I should have known that. Okay, that was bad. That was bad. Okay, let's go to Double Jeopardy where I can maybe win some of this money back. I'm up down to 52.8. And the giving thanks of 400 Double Jeopardy. The answer is for Thanksgiving cooks may use turkeys that have been pre-this, meaning soaked in a salt solution. Brine. Everybody's screaming brine out there. $400. Okay, so let me see. That'll bring me to 53 Two, what is brined? Yes. What fifty three two hundred? That's correct. And now for November twenty fourth, I've got giving thanks for twelve hundred. Nineteenth century editor Sarah J. Hale convinced this president to enact Thanksgiving as a holiday. Wow, nineteenth century editor convince this president to enact Thanksgiving as a holiday. 19th century. So that, that would be the uh, 1800s. We would be, wow, really? Lincoln? I don't know. Let's say Lincoln. And I would, that would be wild if it, if it was. Who? Yeah, it was Lincoln. Oh, all right. Well, ding, 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 ding. We got, we got a freebie here, folks. Okay, so we're back up to 54.4. And giving thanks for 2,000. Two days after Thanksgiving is designated for shopping at these. That's Saturday. Folks, two days after Thanksgiving is designated for shopping at these. Saturday. What do they tell us? Black Friday and then what? Saturday? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. For shopping at these, uh, Thanksgiving is designated for shopping at these. Can't be strip malls. <laughs> strip mall Saturday, no, can't be that. Strip mall Saturdays, no, shopping at these. Uh, for shopping at these. What are thrift stores? I'm going to just put thrift. What are small businesses? And what do the what what do the judges say? Ding 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 ding. All right, I got it. Thrift stores are shut. Yeah, small business Saturdays. Thrift stores are small businesses. So I'm giving it. I'm giving it to myself. Sorry, folks. Uh, I'm I'm giving that one to myself. Been I've been hitting too many sm small ones here. Okay, listen. The final Jeopardy category, and it's the Western Hemisphere. So again, I'm gonna bet big. Five grand. 
okay i have to bet big now here at the end of, end of this uh, stuff so uh for sunday november 26th final jeopardy the western hemisphere in march 1958 hilton opened a hotel in this western hemisphere capital but two and a half years later was out of business there oh i can just imagine that it was havana what is havana ding 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 ah, that was a big one that was a big one that was a big one okay 60 yeah the cuban missile crisis and all that shit yeah you, you kidding they were out of there in a heartbeat okay so we're up to 61 4 uh single uh back to single jeopardy for november 27th monday 20th century novels for 200 dollars um okay answer a futuristic society revolves around science and efficiency in this 1932 novel by aldous huxley i would have to say it's a brave new world right isn't it is, does, didn't he write brave new world yes it is brave new world all right 61 6 all right so now 20th century novels for 600 it says a house divided completed pearl bucks trilogy that began four years earlier with this pulitzer prize with prize winning novel it was a trilogy a house divided at the end began four years earlier with this pulitzer prize winning novel sorry guys uh, i know who all this is but i don't remember the others so i'm gonna have to take a hit on this one if you guys know congratulate yourselves and give yourselves a thing what is the good earth interesting okay okay now here we go uh oh uh and i was supposed to know this believe it or not oh 20th century novels for a thousand answer this novel by gabriel garcia marquez tales of the buendia family in the mythic town of macondo from the 1820s to the 1920s please don't tell me that it's la carreta la carreta oh 100 years of solitude wow okay all right well that was a big hit on that one all the way down to sixty thousand. all right and uh thursday november 30th almost president for 400 double jeopardy samuel j tilden won the popular vote in 1876 but lost to hayes in the body that really counts which has been you know always the electoral college what is the electoral college uh, so we know that's where am i oh 6400 60,400 almost president for 1200 dollars answer this is friday december 1st this man's wife prevented him from resigning despite a stroke leaving veep thomas marshall to only dream this man's wife prevented him from resigning despite a stroke wow it can't be fdr that i don't trying to go back in history who got sick like that i'll put fdr but i know that i'm wrong Woodrow wilson there you go see 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 look at that look at that uh that puts me down to 59 200 that was that was a hit wow Woodrow wilson had a stroke okay well now we know uh almost present for 2000 come on i gotta get i gotta get one of these right uh harding 
Thomas Harding's pick for running mate was Senator Irving Lenroot of Wisconsin, but the 1920 convention chose this man. 1920. Wasn't Coolidge Wilson? Wilson had just been. Harding is already, this is in the 20s, so Harding, so oh, 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 Roosevelt is already gone. So I would have to say that it would have to be Coolidge because he's the only other name that I can think of that was in those, in those days. Who is? Coolidge! Oh, all right, pull that one out of my buttski. All right, you see. All right, now. Here we go for another $5,000. Historical geography. <gasps> wow. Historical geography for $5,000. December 3rd, Sunday, December 3rd. Uh, wow. Here we go. Most of the land fighting in the first Punic War between Rome and Carthage was on this island. I'm thinking that the only islands that are over there are Sicily, the only other Italian, I'm trying to figure out who's, is Sardinia. All right, first Punic War between Rome and Carthage was on this island. I have to say Sicily, I guess. All right, what is, what is, what, uh, what is, Sicily, oh, wow, ah! man, I needed that one. I needed that one. I needed that one badly. Okay, so I'm telling you folks. All right, so let's move on here. We're going to go to magazines for 200. Monday, December 4th. The Family Circus is a comic strip. This is the similar name of the magazine founded by Charles Merrill of Merrill Lynch. The Family Circus. This is the similar name of the magazine. What? Uh, Family Circle. All right, yeah, fam circle. Okay, family circle. Am I correct with that? Oh, yeah, all right, I got that. Okay, so I'm at 66.4. This is the most I've had in a while. You know, sometimes those big ones, those big finals. Ah, uh, we are at uh, Tuesday, December 5th for $600 magazines. Henry Windsor founded this popular magazine for in 1902 for laymen interested in emerging technologies. What is popular mechanics? Has to be. Has to be mechanics. Yeah! That's the only one that really has that name. Nobody really knows any of the other shit. Popular this, popular that. No, popular mechanics. If you had to play the match game, that would be the number one answer. Popular mechanics. Magazines for a thousand, okay? Answer, over... Some 47 years, Norman Rockwell illustrated 322 covers for this magazine. I, would, I, I was going to say The New Yorker and I would be incredibly wrong. I'm going to say The Saturday Evening Post. I should know that because I've been to the Norman Rockwell Museum, damn it. There you go. Shoot. I had to get that right. Had, had to get that right. That was ridiculous. Okay. 
I, I've been to his museum, so I should know that. We're Thursday, December 7th. I'm trying to race the clock here. And we're in Double Jeopardy, international business for $400. Uh, in 2019, this letter-perfect Dutch airline celebrated its centenary. Ah, what is this letter-perfect Dutch airline? What is KLM? Royal Dutch Airlines. Oh, I like the, the, the way that that's their, their other name. All right, so we're we're running along here. I'm having a good day here. Got it up to a point where I hopefully don't lose too much. International business for $1,200, double jeopardy. The answer is, in 1900, this Japanese company began producing upright pianos. Motorcycles came along more than half a century later. The only co company that I know that makes musical instruments would be Yamaha. Is it Yamaha? Yes! Oh, I'm oh, oh, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. 69,600. Okay. I don't remember what my high was. I thought my high was at like 73,000. But you guys know you've been keeping up with me. So, uh, international business for 2,000. Ooh. Originally founded as a grocery store, today this London icon boasts more than 100 departments and about 20 restaurants. Is it that huge thing called Harrods? Is it? Is it that monstrosity called Harrods? There Macy's that now is like, you know, just is a entity unto itself, is it? Is it Harrods? Yes, it's Harrods. Oh, I'm I'm up there now. Uh, 71. 71,600. Now, Ancient Objects is tomorrow's final. You know what? I'm only going to bet 3,000 on this because I don't like this. said I was just going to go for broke, but I'm up there now. So here we go. I'm going to go. Looks like this is going to take the full half hour, so this is going to be its own episode. And then I'll do whatever I need to do to fill in the other one uh, because I have, like, about 10 minutes of stuff that I got I to gotta do somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, Ancient Objects, December 10th, uh, Sunday, Final Jeopardy. Ancient Objects, the answer is, tension exists between Egypt and the British Museum over the return of this stone taken from Egypt in 1801. <sighs> They've got the damn Star of India, but this one's Egypt. The only other one I know is the Koh-i-Noor Diamond. Uh, Koh-i-Noor Diamond. Ah, return. Okay, you know what? I'll just put the Koh-i-Noor Diamond. That's the only thing I can even think of. That's why I only bet 3,000. Luckily, ancient objects. Except I'm the only ancient object I know. All right, what is? Oh, the Rosetta Stone. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's important. That's right. I forgot that it was found there. Yeah, that's pretty important, kitties. All right, the Rosetta Stone. You know, and I see why people would be kind of bitching over that. So let's start with December 11th here. A tree grows in bookland. For 200, the Whomping Willow does its whomping on the grounds of this castle. 
Not a clue. Not a clue. You see, literary sometimes throws me. So that's that's what I hate. I'm not really too good. Arts and arts and leisure, like in 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 uh, trivial pursuit, is also an area I'm not strong in. So you know, all the other ones, yeah, but not not really, not really the arts and literature. A tree grows in Bookland for six hundred dollars. Shel Silverstein's The Giving Tree gives these fruits and more to a thoughtless boy. The giving, these fruits, these fruits, I don't know, strawberries. That's Strawberries, I know I'm going to be wrong. I have no idea what kind of berries they're even talking about. What are apples? The, the, the thing that the most obvious, the story. Stupidly most obvious thing, of course, apples. Okay, a tree grows in Bookland for a thousand. Come on, I need to get one of these right. It was a right motley company that gathered around the noble greenwood tree in Sherwood's depths. In an 1883 tale of this hero, come on, please be Robin Hood, for Christ's sakes. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, okay, we're up to 6,800. And uh, behind the musical title for 400, the answer is, this Broadway musical title refers to the fabulous new footwear at the Price and Sons factory in Northampton. Oh, man. I've seen it. Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. What is Kinky Boots? I saw the actual uh, movie. Stuff like that. Interesting story. You You should see it. Uh, that brings us up to 69200 and uh, behind the musical title, that's where we are in Double Jeopardy, so I, so I got to be careful here. Uh, 69200, I got lucky here. A sham Vietnamese beauty contest gives us the title of this musical that debuted on Broadway in 1991. A sham Vietnamese beauty contest. Uh, I know exactly what this is. I already have the the the, the thing. Um, I can't. It's an earlier book, though. Oh, I, I it's really the story, kind of Madame Butterfly, but it's not that. Saigon. Please, please, please. This is a good one. This one, I need I need the money on this one. I need the money on this one. What is Miss Saigon? Oh, no. Come on. I'm going to take it because, come on, folks. I, I need, yeah, Miss Saigon. Yeah, yeah the, shit. Hey, I got the town right. I, I'm giving myself partial. I'm giving myself credit for that one. Sorry, folks. I know you guys are going to, nah, 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 nah. but you believe it or not, I actually broke the 70,000 mark with this one. Okay, I, I thought I, I worked pretty hard for that one, all right? Come on. Behind the musical title for 2000 You guys give yourselves that money, too. This title, set of a, this title of a musical set in Newfoundland, beginning on 9-11, is a local slang term for a person not from the Maritimes. Uh, over there, they call them Newfies, but the people who are not Newfies are... Uh, title... Is a local slang term. Wow, uh, I, uh, I I remember this play. 
ah, I'm going to hate this. You see, now I'm going to lose that money now. As, as fast as I want it, I'm going to lose it because I just don't remember the new fees. People who are not new fees are, 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 um, fudgesicles. I hate this. Here's the answer, folks. What is come from away? Come from away? No, that's not what I saw, but okay. All right, we're down. See, the money I gained, I lost. You see, ah. Ooh, famous women. Nope, I'm only 3,000 because I'm not not losing that much. We're already up to Final Jeopardy on December 17th. Okay, the answer. The daughter of a Czech diplomat. She was United States ambassador to the United Nations right before she was U.S. Secretary of State. Who women-wise have been Secretary of State? I thought the only one I think of, no, I know ones. Really? Condoleezza Rice? The daughter of a Czech diplomat? Uh, oh, uh, I got to go backwards. I really have got a female Secretary of State. Ah, Albright? Please. Please. Yes! Oh, my God, I got it right. Oh, wow, Madeline Albright. Oh, wow, that that really was important. Okay, I got that one. Now I'm up to 71.4. Uh, working on it here. Looks like this is going to be the full half-hour thing, and I'll probably do this before I put out the, um, the, uh, the Christmas thing, uh, the uh, end of year. Um, here we go. Uh, December 18th. We're getting there, folks. We're close. We're very close. Very close. Science for 200. Thank you, science. Oh, boy. <laughs> I needed this like all year. Um, science for 200. The greatest incidence of tornadoes is in this country where more than 1,000 happen annually. Poor country. But I don't know too many countries that are big enough to have so many tornadoes. I'd have to say the U.S. Because I really don't know of tornadoes anywhere else in the country. What is the United States? <laughs> what is the United States? We have the most, because we have the most kind of like flat land to do it. All right, 716, we're at sign 600, December 19th. In physics, it's when two waves meet and sometimes neutralize each other in broadcasting its disturbance by outside signals what is interference what is interference all right yeah we're we're, we're rocking here 72 2 all right so hey science for a thousand to make binoculars compact they may contain these police pieces of glass with precise angles and faces to fold the light path. I would say prisms. Is it prisms? Prisms! Oh, we're on a roll here. Ah, we're on an end of year roll. Here we go. 73 200. Uh, and now we're going to history. H. History. For 400. Attila was the king of these people from 434 to 453. Wow. He was only leader of these people for 19 minutes? Really? AM or PM? 
Nah, come on. We know it's the Huns. All right, so that uh, that that helps us. We're on December twenty-first. We're almost done, folks. We're almost done, and we're gonna almost get make it time here. Uh, who are the Huns for seventy for four hundred? So that brings me to seventy-three six hundred. All right. History H in parent uh, in parentheses and not in parentheses in quotation marks. History for twelve hundred. About a dozen transatlantic trips were scheduled for this ill-fated airship. Ah, the Hindenburg. Okay, Hindenburg, twelve hundred dollars. So wow. Okay, now we're now we're working. I'm up to seventy-four eight hundred. 74800 looks like I'm going to go into a little overtime here but we're we're almost there. Uh we are now fine at uh December 23rd. December 23rd we are catching up to history for 2000. Okay, please, I need this one. In eight, this 1862 law This 1862 law providing 160 acres, basically free after five years of residence, was still on the books in the lower 48 states until 1976. And it has to start with an H, so I'm saying the Homestead Act. Okay, Homestead Act. Please, I need this one. I need this one, and it is yes, the Homestead Act. So we're up to seventy-three eight hundred. Uh, seven. I'm sorry, we're up to seventy-six eight hundred. Wow! And now we go into authors, which I have absolutely no idea. So I'm only only betting again three thousand because uh, I don't know anything about authors. Okay, authors. He convinced. Uh, this is authors. Final Jeopardy. Sunday, December twenty-fourth, Christmas Eve. He convinced his great he conceived his greatest novel while in prison for debt in Seville in fifteen ninety seven. He conceived his greatest novel while in prison for debt in Seville. Spain in 1597 so we're really going back wow 1597 who is Dante Dante's Inferno who is Miguel de Cervantes uh Don Quixote uh, okay you see that's why I don't that's why I don't uh, I didn't do that see now I'm down to 73800 Hi, Miguel de Cervantes, of course, man. Ah, uh, man, all the way back there. Uh, okay, so let's let's get back in track here. Hey, Christmas, December 25th, and the, the uh, category is, it's Christmas for 200. Jimmy Stewart plays George Bailey, whose life changes on Christmas Eve in this movie. Classic, of course, wonderful life. So we'll put that in there. Oh, it brings me back up to a, an even 74,000 with one week left to go. Okay, it's Christmas for 600. His heart is two sizes too small. That's why he sets out at night to ruin Christmas in Whoville, the Grinch. Okay, they're giving me easy ones here uh, to, <laughs> to end 
maybe uh, hopefully I'll end with over 75 I I was again I was hoping for over 60 over the whole course of the year so I'm this shouldn't be too bad if I don't screw this up too much 74 it's Christmas 4000 okay Edward Woodward is the ghost of Christmas present in a 1984 TV version of this tale set on December 24th what is a Christmas carol a Christmas Carol 4000. I'm now at 75.6. Uh, here's interesting. Now that Double Jeopardy is fun to say quotations for 400. This film, badges. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. This film, uh, Good, Bad, and Ugly. I, I'm, I'm hoping that it is that, the good, the bad, and the ugly but it's probably a, a few pennies more, whatever. But uh, Eli Wallach is the one who says that line. Please, I can sure use this one. What is the treasure of the Sierra Madre? All right, messed mess that one up. Whoop. Yeah, people are going, nye, 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 out there. Uh, 1,200 for fun to say quotations. Okay, this is uh, in Barry Mann's doo-wop classic it follows who put the ram oh well i would have to say it in barry man's do-up classic it follows who put the ram in the ramadama ding dong please yeah and the ramalama ding dong yes oh well i got that right jeez okay uh I just put DD for ding dong. I knew I got that right. So six. All right. 76, 400. We're getting there. We're getting there. This is it, folks. Fun to say quotations for $2,000. Completes the quote. Yesterday upon the star, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd. Upon the stair, man, man, wasn't there. Uh, I wish I remember this. I, he wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd. I do not know, and this is bad. Uh, I I met a man. Complete quote. Yesterday, upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish he'd. He'd be there yesterday. He'd been there yesterday. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I didn't want to know that. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Been there. It has kind of rhymed, so I, I, I don't, you know. Okay, here we go. What is go away? I wish he'd go away. All right, so I lost out on that. So I'm starting with 74,400 U.S. states. Okay, final Jeopardy wager for the year. U.S. states, come on, it's only one of 50, so I'm going to blow a, a full 10 grand on this one. All right, and it is. It is the largest state in area that borders the Pacific Ocean. Okay, uh, believe it or not, I know this one only because it was a, it's a trick question. You see, uh, California's coastline 
is its coastline. But remember that the state of Alaska is incredibly large. And all of it, yes, because there really is no, like, North Pacific Sea, northern, you know, north uh, the Bering Sea and stuff like that, but it's still all part of the Pacific Ocean. So all of that, all of those islands, all of the, so believe it or not, I would say it's Alaska. And the answer is Alaska. All right. So I finally finished this whole nonsense with a grand total of 84,400. That's what I end the year with. I hope that you guys uh, out there uh, did more, uh, did better. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening to this whole thing for the entire year. Uh, it was it was uh, pretty cool uh, to, to, to do this with you. And uh, like I said, I hope you got some education out of it. Uh, took me a little longer today than I normally, I don't like to do a whole huge, uh, very huge, but this one at least had some kind of a thread to it. So I'd like to thank you again for, for, uh, finishing the Jeopardy with me. Uh, I'm not going to pick it up right now. I'm going to see if I pick up some other things. There's some like, uh, mystery. There's a mystery books that she gave me all of last year and maybe we'll play those to see if maybe we can figure out a couple of little pocket mysteries pocketbook mysteries okay so listen again thank you very much for listening to the um to the episode uh it'll be kind of, it'll be uh before the final episode and then at the same time it will be um uh it, it'll be weird because like i said i've got now another episode i gotta do and i have to see if maybe that's the end of year episode I got like another 20 minutes to do. Okay, so again, thank you very much for listening to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo, the most primitive podcast in America, the Jeopardy edition uh, ep- episodes, end of year. Again, thank you very much. Please uh, uh, f- uh, frequent and uh, patronize all the places that I have been mentioning to you throughout the years. Um, they're all pretty good. Again, I'm also a Google Maps reviewer. Uh, level seven so you want to see what i have to say over there uh, by all means okay so again thank you very much and we'll hopefully be right back after these messages